Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? And anyone who's uh, watching us on YouTube can see how roasted Cody is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, let's ad- address the red elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, I got a little sunburn playing uh, Pokemon Go uh, on Sunday, which I guess could have been a nerdy confession. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, that watch tan line, though. I know. It's, the best. it's so bad. Let me see if I could... Zoom in on, for those of you on YouTube, oh, and anyone who's listening to the podcast got to come in just yeah, to see that. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll Instagram it so y'all can see. Uh, but yeah, not feeling great, and my skin on my forehead is peeling off like crazy. So it's been a trying couple of days. <laughs> I thought he was drunk when he came in. Oh my god, I know. I feel my face is so hot all the time. I can't touch him. Not that I touch Cody much, but like, yeah, it's like radiating. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so uh, Nerds and Friends PSA, wear sunscreen when you go outside. Yeah. All the time. Um, yeah, I, you know, I forgot what it's like to go outside, you know, with the whole pandemic and everything. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't block up, you know. Um, thank you guys for tuning in uh, this week. We, are, of course, are Nerds with Friends, the podcast for nerds by nerds like FUBU, but for nerds. Yes. That's going to be our new tagline. <laughs> We're going to get canceled for some shit. I mean, FUBU was very stylish stuff. I had several FUBU items. I, I did. I it never fit. It's always too big. <laughs> too big. Too big, especially in the crotchal region. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was fine. You can let it air out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, what's all this space down here for? <laughs> uh, uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, some like new Netflix adaptations that we'd like to see. Uh, so um, we'll go... You know, Netflix, I feel like, has been having a rough time lately with some cancellations, so we're going to give them some new ideas. Um, and, you know, Marvel will probably take a couple of them, too, because, uh, you know, Kevin Feige is a big fan of ours. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening and tuning in, and then make sure you uh, check out NerdsOfFriendsPodcast.com for all of our social media stuffs. Um, and then if you want to become a patron and help support the show, Patreon.com slash NerdsWithFriends is the place to go. Click that subscribe button, hit the little bell, then you'll be notified every time. And comment. We love that shit. We do. Even the bad ones. Yeah, even the bad ones. We answer them all, basically. Even the ones that don't make any sense. It's fine. We'll address it. (laughs) I think, uh, so, for those of you who don't know, uh, our recent Alien episode uh, got quite a few views on the old YouTube. I think it was uh, by far our most popular YouTube We gotta do more. We have to do more now. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we'll do another follow-up alien one. I'll, you know what? I'll even we'll get do documents. it right when the report comes out. I'll get even documents. I don't yeah. know what documents. They might not relate to the yeah. aliens, but I'll get them. Look at this. Document number W2 for myself for 2019. <laughs> Didn't make as much money as I thought I did. Um, but uh, yeah, so that one had quite a few views, and we had quite a few comments on them. One of, one of the comments was simply, "What did they do it yet? And I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, I think you're talking about did they release the the UFO documents? It's supposed to be this month. Yeah, it's so, supposed to be. It's supposed know. to be by the end of the month, I think. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. So look for a follow up one of those with another clickbaity title. <laughs> Hopefully, and if we did bait you into clicking on this one, welcome. En enjoy your time here, and uh, we hope you actually enjoy the show. So let's get down to business where we do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds, anything that make us nerds, whatever we're nerding out about recently. Christian, why don't you lead us? So off. on Twitter, we always uh, shit on, at least I do and a couple other podcasts. We, we shit on true crime content because it just creates so many fucking numbers so easily. And a lot of these yeah. shows aren't even that great. No, anyone who follows us, who's a true crime podcast. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other people who don't. Follow yeah. Us. Serial. We're yeah. coming for you. But that being said, I got fucking sucked into a rabbit hole on YouTube because obviously this channel needs more followers. Uh, I sent it to you, Cody. You probably didn't. I didn't it. watch it. Yeah, yeah. No, I ignore sure. most things you send me. I know. I, I noticed. <laughs> it was JCS Criminal Psychology. And um, basically it's police interrogations. And the psychologist like breaks down body language and like nice. tactics and what works and what doesn't and what they're called. Um, I... Did Didn't. they cover making the murder? Making a murderer? Were they no force fed fed that poor kid? No answers. No, they didn't. He the didn't worst. do that one. Um, they he should. Did, he did do um, the one that killed her boyfriend. That was big. I think a Josie was her name or something. Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, she definitely did it. Yeah. No. Um, it's it's really good. The guy only comes in like perfect time. He doesn't interrupt much. It's like perfect timing for like perfect little commentary. But I got sucked in, man. I think I watched all of them. I was like, fuck, man. Like, I was spent, like, hours on it. I was like, I got to do the next one. I got to do the next one. Also, I didn't know. Okay, so why is it that if I lie to the police, I get in fucking trouble? These motherfuckers lie all the time. Like, the oh, police? Yeah. Oh, I got video yeah. surveillance of you doing it. And he's like, bullshit. Yeah. No, you don't. And it's like, dude, he just lied. Like, why yeah. the fuck can they lie? I don't know. It's called interrogation. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. They should get in trouble for that shit. Yeah, I don't know what all the rules are on that stuff, um, but it definitely seems like there's some shady shit that goes on. Um, making a, the reason why I mentioned making a murder that was obviously the shadiest, you know, interrogation I've ever seen, where they're straight up correcting this poor mentally challenged kid. I don't know if he's actually mentally challenged, but you could tell he's, he's got not... he's got. They said in the show he's got like an IQ of like seventy five. Yeah, like so that's challenged. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just sounds fucking mean to say it. I don't know. He's just no. Yeah, he he's developmentally challenged. Maybe that's the the correct way of saying it. Um, not not the sharpest tool in the shed. We could put it that way. Um, and basically, the whole time they were like, you know, um, you know, he he's like, what what'd you do to her next? Then you killed her, right? He's like, um, yeah. He's like, you what'd, just... what'd you do? He's like, I I. I stabbed her in the neck he's like no you stabbed her in the chest didn't you yeah and it's like no, oh you fuck could, you could definitely tell he just didn't want to be in the room anymore it's right. like all right maybe if i tell them what they want to hear exactly i can get out of here yeah and and they were like telling him like hey we'll be easier on you if you just tell us what happened and you know they coached him through the entire thing and then also he was, went to prison there was no for years there was no adult 
Yeah. Like you're supposed to have an adult per- or at least adult permission. Mm-hmm. No one got the, any adults. Yeah. I don't know how that shit even made it into the case. Yeah, that's because they are a bunch of shady Wisconsins. Looking at you, Wisconsin. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention uh, an eagle-eyed viewer mentioned mm. that you can make a drinking game by each time I touch my face. Apparently, I touch my face a lot while on here, and I didn't notice. And then I went into a couple levels like, fucking hey, I do touch my face a lot. Yeah. So you'll get hammered if you do it. <laughs> yeah. But I figured it out. You know what it is? I wear a fucking mask all day. And like yeah. now that my face is free, like I could, I could, I could touch it. Well, one thing too that I've noticed, at least since the whole mask wearing thing, is because I have obviously a luscious beard, um, I have the mask over it, and I get like a, a dent in my beard. And then when I take it off, yeah, like the hairs, it. the hairs gradually like poke out into different directions. So it's like I got extra hairs poking in my face, <laughs> you know. So it could be maybe it's something like that. All right, my nerdy confession, since uh, I already told you I got sunburn playing Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> uh, this this week, I uh, did I talk about Horizon Zero Dawn last time? No. So Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which came out on PS4. Um, they re- uh, The first game came out on PS4. Oh, got it. Sorry. But they're coming out with a new one. It's called Horizon like Forbidden West or some shit like that um, on the PS5. And the gameplay reveal for it looked, like, amazing. I was actually excited about that game, the PS4 one, and yeah. then I didn't get it because it got kind of shat on. So I was like, oh, I'm not. Yeah, so basically when it came out on PS4, I was super hyped on it too. And then I got it, and I played it for a little while. I'm like, meh, it's okay, but the controls are a little funky. The story takes a little while to get going. I'm like, eh, so I just I fell off of it. I stopped playing it. And but now this new one looks so good that I've picked it back up again. And this second time through, um, where I'm actually getting further than I was before, you know, it's still got a couple problems here and there, but for the most part, I can just kind of sit back and enjoy it. It doesn't bother me as much for some reason. So, um, it is getting me excited for this new one to find out more about this like world that they live in. It's the one where like it's like dinosaur robots, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. You play this chick uh, named uh, Aloy. Um, she's got the long red hair and she looks kind of like dressed like a caveman kind of, but then she's fighting like robot animals and dinosaurs and stuff like that. Cause this takes place in the far future where like robots have taken over and humans have kind of become more primitive again, but yeah, pretty cool so far. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. I, the new one looks amazing. Um, if you haven't checked it out, watch the gameplay reveal for it. Um, I mean, Aside from, like, her face looks a little weird in the new one. Like, you know. Why? Because you can see her pores and stuff. It's not that. It's just the design of it. Like, they they gave her, like, more, like, chipmunk cheeks kind of thing. Like, you know, like, the you know, she's been storing up for winter or something. (laughs) Um, But besides that, like, like the eyes, the mouth, the pores um, all look amazing on the faces. And just how the lips, you know, connect with what they're saying. And then, like, when, when it goes into the actual gameplay, like, when she dives underwater, there's, like, schools of fishes, like, you know, yeah. swimming around you. It, I mean, it looks incredible. I'll wait for the second one. I don't so, know if I'm going to play the first one. Yeah, they'll probably have a little recap or something in it. But, yeah. Uh, but that's what I've been checking out lately. Um, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, the first time you play the game, you're just you're, – you're not in the mood for that kind of game. Or – you know, 
you've got something else that's drawing your attention away from it. So you can't put the energy you need into it. And this time I was like, you know, I was looking for something new. I've been playing Mass Effect, been playing Call of Duty and Apex and stuff. It was nice to have a little, a little something different that I that is a newer game or it's a newer experience. I you know, say. that happened to me with uh, what was it, Re- Renewal or Re- Re- Returnal? Returnal. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get back into it. I, yeah. just, and particularly what you told me, and I don't think you said it on air. You told me often, like if even if you get to like you're about to beat the game and you die, you start all the way back in the beginning. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to it's, fucking do that. Seems terrible. Um, I played it. I played it for a, like I don't know, maybe a week, week and a half straight, and I was getting better and better at it. But it, you're right. I think the gameplay style, which is a rogue light, um, which basically means um, it's based off of like a game called Rogue, um, and you uh, every time you die, you start back at the beginning, and you lose all of your weapons and health advancements and stuff but every once in a while you'll find something in the world that is a permanent thing like a permanent skill or something that lets you progress a little bit further a little bit easier and um basically you have to you have to go through all these different rooms and stuff and uh continually like upgrade your health your guns your skills and stuff until you feel like you're ready to take on the boss and then you go in and try to beat the boss if you lose you go back to the beginning again all your health and, and the whole level changes like the whole, and the whole level changes again like it reacts to it um which i i mean it's cool that they can make a game do that you know what i mean where it's like um i forget what they call it um like uh sequentially uh who cares doesn't, doesn't matter. matter where the the game is actually like randomizing on its own it has like an artificial intelligence type thing in it that helps create the level as you go through it um and uh, that's really cool. It's amazing how good it looks and uh, some of the features and stuff. And the story was interesting. But, yeah, man, it, that bullet hell style where you're just, like, constantly blasting, blasting, blasting and dodging and dodging. It's just, like, it's exhausting. That I know that's the type of game where, like, I would throw a controller or bite yeah. it or something. Like, if I got, oh, really, yeah, like, for sure. I got really fucking far, I was about to beat yeah, it. Yeah, if you spend, like, an hour and a half, like, leveling up the chick and then you go into the boss and then you're about to beat it but like you you know you jump and get stuck on a rock or something yeah or worse like the other day i was when i was playing um destiny i was in the middle of a uh of a mission that or like an activity that you know it's not a short activity it took like 15 20 minutes to complete this one activity and then i lost connection to the destiny service because my internet went out Eesh. like can you imagine doing that on returnal when yeah. you're on like this perfect run like I would die. Yeah, fuck I would. That. I would fucking throw my PS5 through a window. I so. might. No, you won't. It's too fucking expensive. I know, it's too expensive, and they're still hard to get. Yeah, they are. I. I don't know. I might try to pick it up later. Yeah, me too. I mean, it. It, it was really cool, and it, it was fun, and finding out the new weapons and stuff is fun. Um, though I will say, I think I got duped a little bit because I didn't do my research. Um, I bought the um like deluxe edition for an extra 10 bucks or whatever it was. And cause there was like, Oh, you get this cool gun. I'm like, Oh, cool. You know, I like, I like those where you actually get like an in-game reward. But the whole point of that game is that all the weapon pickups are random. So that gun is just put into the loot pole earlier. (laughs) So you don't necessarily, you don't start off with it and you don't get to keep anything. So it's just, you have the chance of finding that gun earlier. I'm like, I paid money for this. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. Got him. Got me. You fucking bastards. All righty. 
Uh, well, we'll take a quick little break for a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come back and we are going to talk about Netflix adaptation. So we'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So Netflix, one of the biggest streaming services in the world, if not the biggest, who knows? What the, I don't know those numbers. Um, I do feel that HBO Max, if they're dude, not they're make, up. they're they're catching up. For, they have to be because it's and that's part of why we decided to do this episode is that, you know, back in the day when Netflix was first starting to do original content. Every single like show or whatever that came out that was a Netflix original was fucking gold. What's the first one you saw? Um, I'd have to look at like a timeline. I think it. mine was Lilyhammer. I don't know if you saw. I, it. I I never watched that one. I watched whatever was like the next one after that one. It was actually really. I was bummed out when they stopped it. Uh, it was supposed to be very good. I was surprised. I I, I thought I saw the premise. It's like a a mob boss, or I guess he wasn't a boss, but right. Like, a gangster in New York, like, decides, oh, like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I want to go away where no one can find me. So he goes to, like, Sweden, and he goes to this place called Lillehammer because he saw that, like, they had the Olympics there once. Yeah. And he's just trying to blend in. It was really fucking funny. You should watch it. Yeah. I, I You know, it's always been on my, um, on my you know, watch list because, like, I've heard good things about it, you know, but um, I just, you know. And it was one of the dudes from The Sopranos, the one who kind of looks like he's hunchback. I don't know his yeah, name. Yeah, um, uh, he's the guy who's in, isn't he in um, Bruce Springsteen's band? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which was fucking crazy when I found out. L- little Stevie or something like yeah. that is his name. Um, do, 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 do. I'd like to see the premiere. 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 Um, oh, okay. So they're, they're doing, they're doing it, it by like fame or by, something? No, they're doing it by... Uh, What's it called? Uh, uh, category. So Stranger Things is is one of the early ones. It looks like. Um, but, 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 and Ragnarok. I don't know if I, I know I said. Yeah, that you you said that last time. That's you know that's definitely a good one. Yeah, this is uh, this is not exactly in the right order but this is why we need a producer yeah exactly want to fucking look shit up for us but you know stranger things started in 2015 so that's a pretty good place to start um and stranger things was amazing right um then they had things like the crown which was also very good which um i think i don't know if it's still going or not um the first no car narcos uh umbrella academy there's been a lot of really good ones ozark is amazing ozark is good Mm -hmm. um but I feel like as the years have gone on, a couple things have happened. First of all, you know they've they've released more and more original content, which is cool. But it, it the quality ha- has declined a little bit. It's not it's not like like freaking bangers every single time. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like every single one is top tier. Like top quality content. Like, I don't think I've been disappointed with one of their originals. I wouldn't say like they're going down. Maybe not as much as you think, but uh, I I'm not saying that like that there aren't good stuff on there. There is still there is still really good. There's a lot of good programming on there. Um, recently we watched Sweet Tooth, which is a yep. Netflix original. Very good. I I really enjoyed it, and it's an adaptation, which is really cool. Um, did you know it was a uh, Robert Downey Jr. and his wife that like produced it? I did not know yep. that. That's pretty cool. Um, 
but you know, uh, but there's been a bunch of other ones on there that that are not so good. There's like reality TV shows on there, which I could give two shits about. Um, some are all right. If you some should. of the documentaries are very good, like like Making a Murder is a Netflix original. Speaking of which, I saw a conspiracy and which conspiracy is right there. So it's S E A conspiracy. Yeah. Like, dude, conspiracy. Yeah, what I the know. fuck? I know. And so I watched it, and it turns out uh, Japan and China are destroying the planet, like killing whales and ruining Oh, uh, House of Cards. That was the first That original. was one that was really good, but it started going down. Right, right. Um, and uh, here's here's their first 10 original series. What? Richie Rich? I do not remember <laughs> that. Hemlock Grove was I pretty really cool. Yep. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was really funny. Marco Polo was excellent. Bloodline was excellent. Orange is New Black was it was fine. Um, the first like two seasons were good. Then I'm like, Jesus, we get it. You're angry and in jail. <laughs> Grace and Frankie was pretty funny. Chef's Table was you know it's food porn. Fucking Daredevil, and then House of Cards. Um, all very very good. All the Marvel ones for the most part. Maybe not Iron Fist so much, but all it of them got were, good. Like towards it was the fine. End. Like I, it was entertaining. It just did not hit as hard as like Daredevil is. It, it, it's one of my favorite pieces of Marvel content, which is tough to say. The whole reason we're pointing this out is that we feel like we can probably give Netflix some ideas of new things to adapt that would make an excellent series or movie or whatever. Um, you know, now they've started doing movies too. There's that that Ant, latest Anthony Mackie one where he's like a robot or whatever, um, which was it was okay. But it wasn't like oh, uh, carbon, um, altered carbon. Altered carbon. Carbon was the show. He was in a movie recently, um, where he played like a robot sh- or soldier kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, he was in the second season of Altered Carbon. Or yeah, second or third. I don't know. Uh, uh, second, which, which I really liked. I I liked that show a lot. Um, um, I thought the first season was better. It was called Outside, or yeah, Outside the Wire. Um, this one. Okay. It was fine. It was fine though. That's like how, how the content's been going <laughs> lately. Um, but, uh, we think we could come up with some ideas of cool stuff that they can make into either series or movies, um, that would maybe give them a boost of new stuff. So why don't you kick us off, Christian? What's one of, All what's right. one of your ones? Got one. I'm going to start off with probably one of my stronger ones. Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z live action, but. Okay. I'd want the Wachowskis to do it. Oh fuck! Like because of Speed Racer. Because of Speed Racer, and also the. Uh, let the- me talk. Let me rant for a second on Speed Racer. <laughs> People shit on that movie. It was fantastic. It is a good bad movie. If, if no, it was it was a good live action representation of what Speed Racer was. See, Cody, I think you you do like good bad movies. There's just no. certain ones. That no, is a good bad movie. No, it, it's it was not a bad movie because they had like a freaking hundred twenty million dollar budget. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't think it'll ever get be put in like some kind of cinematic masterpiece. You know, like oh, well, like yeah, but I'm not talking about that. Like bad movies are movies where it's like you know you just dress the guy in packing peanuts and now he's like a swamp monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. No, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> See. Fucking stupid. No, but um, the Wachowskis, and it's because um, Speed Racer was one, and mm-hmm. they did make it look like anime, and it was it was yeah. pretty cool. And 
But also the uh, fight between Agent Smith and um, what's his name? Neo. And, and Neo in the last one where they're like clashing in the air, right. flying around. I was like, oh, that's very anime like. Right. And then like energy would just kind of. Exactly. It would like separate the rain and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think they would do a good job. That's why I'd want to see. And it doesn't matter. And they should cast action. the same guy from Dragon Ball Evolution <laughs> uh, as Goku. There we go. Just kidding. Um, and either a movie or or a series. A series. The only thing is they're going to have to make certain changes, or else it's just going to be like taken from panels, which what they did in the, in the anime. They took panels of the comics and just kind of animated it, but maybe something different, just so fans who've already seen it, you know, can still be like, oh shit, there's something slightly changed. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they could put their own spin on it. I think it would have to be a series, um, just because of how much that goes on in it, you know. Um, Oh, whoops! It's my phone. For us. <laughs> it wasn't me. I was freaking out. It was, yeah, it was my for once it was mine. Um, yeah, I think uh, because there's so much that happens. You know, first you'd have to do the Saiyan saga, right? For sure. Um, that could be like season one. Um, then you go into the Frieza Namek saga. And that's then, if you're starting at Z. If you start at Dragon Ball, there's so much more there. That's true. Um, honestly though, like Master Roshi would be pretty rough, man. Cause I don't know if they're going to make him a pervert. Just chow you in fat. <laughs> just make it, put it, just recast the entire cast from Dragon Ball. <laughs> well, you know, but what I'm saying, like he's a complete horn dog, like right. that may not translate. Too well, well, one thing too is Dragon Ball, the original series does not, it, it's a very Japanese story. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of jokes. The, you know, Roshi being a super pervert all the time, um, you know, Goku walking around with his dick out and shit like because that. Because he's super innocent. Because he's super innocent, yeah. Like, people don't understand that shit here, you know what I mean? People are like, what is this? And then there's, like, talking dinosaurs and turtles and pigs and shit like that. Once you get into Dragon Ball Z, it turns into a, a more, like, direct action anime. So you think it'd be something more Western people would be Western friendly, yeah. Okay. I think it would be more acceptable of a Western audience, which, I, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's the name of the game. That's what gets the dollars, you know what I'm saying? That's what keeps people subscribed. But I think that's a good, I think that's a good um, solid uh, pick for that, for sure. Um, my first one that I think... Uh, it would have to be a series, but I think it could be done very well, is uh, Why the Last Man, which I believe has been... They almost made that into a movie. Right. They, they, they had gotten Shia LaBeouf, and he had just come off from Transformers, Yeah, and like he read the character, and he said, oh, it's too much like the other guy from Transformers. I don't want to do it anymore. There's and not a single they, robot in this. And then story. they just dropped the whole project. It's not like Shia LaBeouf is the only guy who could play that. In fact, he's probably the worst. But that's player. that's a great comic. Um, uh, Brian K. Vaughn, um, who's awesome, and it's basically like the like the world kind of ends. Basically, all men except for one guy die. Well, all males of all species. Oh, that's right, of all species. Yep. That's right, because I forget there's like a dog or something in it that that is. They're like, oh, it's you know, I don't remember what the it was. Really, it good. was a monkey. It was ampersand. Yeah, it was it was him and his monkey ampersand. Yep. Yep, that's right. Um, but yeah, he he's done a, a bunch of uh, Brian Kavon has done a bunch of other great stuff. He's very prolific um, comic book writer. He did Ex Machina, Runaways, uh, Pride of Baghdad, Saga, which is also another very good one. I almost put Saga on here, but it would be too big of a budget, I think, with all the costumes. And HBO, stuff. but yeah, yeah, HBO Max. You could pick up Saga. That would be a great one. That would be cool. Post-apocalyptic. I mean, you can keep, 
you can keep i try to think of it from a production standpoint too you can keep budgetary constraints down because it's just a lot of people oh, I thought because it's mostly women and they don't get paid as much <laughs> that's also true <laughs> man man that's a fucking i'm playing checkers you're playing chess <laughs> i like that shit <laughs> man they need to hire you in there hollywood you <laughs> that's pretty great um no but it, it's it's very good like you know, it's, it's a lot of people talking and, you know, not huge set pieces, not a lot of action stuff. It's just this one guy who is, like, put into this crazy situation. And basically, like, you know, there's there's some women who want to, like, kill him because they, they've turned full Amazon. They're, yep. like, fuck men all together. They even chop one of their boobs off. Yeah, like, one, like the original Amazons. Yeah, whichever one it was. The, I don't remember which one you're supposed to take, but... Yeah, they chop their boobs off. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. If you're shooting a bow, if you're right, ladies, let us know which you one you would have to take l- off. If- check off the left boob, I think. I think that's the one that would get in the way. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but then there's other ones who are like, no, let's fuck and let's do it right now. Which you know, the biggest fantasy part was that he never. Well, he's like, no, I have to go find my my girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, he would have been slain dude. away. Yeah, dude, what a simp for sure. <laughs> But a really would, cool. Would he be the first simp? I don't know. And first and first and last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really cool story. Uh, you should check out the comic books if you haven't. I think it would make an excellent series. Nice. Everyone loves a good post-apocalyptic, you know, story. This one has an interesting twist that we haven't really seen before, right? There's no zombies. There's no uh, no, no war for gasoline like in Mad Max or whatever. Um, or like Sweet Tooth, which is which is kind of an interesting one we just watched. Yep. Um, uh, where, where there's like human, human animal hybrids. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. I don't know how much you want to talk about it. I want to do it, but like people hate them and they want to get rid of them. I feel like the furries would have like definitely. Oh yeah. Well, there was a them. whole army of furries basically. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to fuck for sure. <laughs> like, I feel they, didn't, like- they didn't say that cause it's made for kids. Well, they were all kids. None of them were grown yeah. up when they grew up. They'd want to fuck for sure. <laughs> They'd be like, leave, leave the, leave the bear face on. Yeah, well, they can't take it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what's another one for you? Let's see, Thundercats. But I think, Thundercats. I think it would be kind of hard live oh, you're action. You're supposed to say Thundercats, and then I would say, "Oh, no, missed that one. Dropped it." Yep. Um, I think it would be tough to do. I don't have anyone for this, although maybe but I will. I will say, uh, Netflix has done some very good like anime animation type thing. Like they did She-Ra that was really popular, yep. which I haven't watched, um, but I heard really good things on that one. He-Man is going to come out soon. He-Man uh, is coming out which soon. Your favorite Kevin Smith? Yeah, Kevin Smith. I love him. I hope. I mean, I hope it's good. Like he's faltered a little bit like recently too. He, but um, you know, uh, his first. Um, I don't know how much. I don't know if he's producing it or if he's directing it, but it's his first cartoon. But uh, actually, he's done a lot of comics, and I've done a lot of comics. I've stuff. liked the comics he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. I think that'd be good. But then there's also been, been like Castlevania. They've done um, Knights of Sidonia as another anime one. They've done a lot of like original animes where they've basically funded Japanese studios. I, I feel like this would have to be stayed as cartoon, but I don't know. I think a live action would be. I Voltron. don't know. I think be cool. Voltron was very good. Remember Voltron? Yeah. I, I hope that they, maybe there's someone who could do it really good. Ooh, you know what? I just thought it just came to mind. Taika Waititi. I think he'd do Ooh. if it was live action. I think it'd be a good. Thundercats. Yeah, that would be cool. I would, I would, I would buy him as a as a director for that. Um, 
I think it would. I think it would make a good um, animated show though. Like if they do it right and like make it a little edgy, so maybe not like little little kids would watch it. Because like, let's be real. Like whenever I hate that's one thing I hate is when they're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make like a GI Joe you know movie or or we're gonna make um, a Voltron new Voltron show and then they make it for like little little kids. It's like. No, the only people who know who Voltron is are us. We're like, you know, thirty to forty years old, and we're like, oh, I grew up with that shit. I want to watch this new one. Make it edgy, make it awesome. You know, they're just planting the seeds for thirty years. They can get their kids to yeah. watch it. It's never gonna be as good as the original, so don't even try. It. Just make a cool, edgy sequel. Um, my next one. This one's very near and dear to my heart, which I think would be very cool. Would be Destiny. I think they should make Destiny the game, the game. Okay, into either I think a series would probably be best, like a six. You could do like a six or seven episode um, per season, and each one of those could kind of coincide with one of the main storylines in Destiny. And I think the way to do it to be successful is to do is to have a uh, rather than one like star of the show. You should, it should be an ensemble cast of like one maybe main guy and then like two sidekicks. So you have one of each of the classes for Destiny. You have one Warlock, one Hunter, and one Titan. And then um, what's cool about it is you can actually get all of the voice cast for the game to be the voice cast or to be the cast of the the movie or TV yep. show in this case. That's because you want Nathan Fillion in there? Nathan Fillion can be Kate Six because it's going to be all CG anyway, so you can have a, a stunt guy jump around in the outfit because it's a robot. I would still want Peter Dinklage, though, to be uh, the little... <laughs> Peter Peter Dinklage was... As much as I love him, he was not as good as a Nolan North, who is much, much better. Um, and um, but, but who knows? Throw enough money at him, maybe he'll do it. Um, I think fans would love it either way. They'll, they'll love the joke, but that would shit on Nolan North, who has put some very good work into that <laughs> game. Um, but then the um, uh, the chick from Serenity—I forget her name—but the um, like the r- right hand lady to uh, to Nathan Fillion, oh, who is married to the pilot. Yeah, guy. yeah, I don't remember her name. But, um, she's great. but she's the voice of Ikora, who is the head of the Warlocks. Like, and she looks kind of like Ikora. You just have to shave her head or whatever. And then um, the guy from uh, Fringe um, plays uh, Zavala. We're very good with names. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, sh- I, should, I should look up everyone's name. Um, but he, he could totally play Zavala because he's a very tall, bald guy. Um, and then you would have, like, the original – like, those would be the only ones you really need to, like, have as, um, like, cast members. Look, Peter Dinklage is first. Nice. <laughs> Nolan North's been doing it for the past six years, though, so what are you going to do? Um, Bill Nye was the voice of the speaker. He's great. Um, and then Lauren Cohen, who is the voice of Mag- who is Maggie on The Walking Dead, was the voice of one of the chicks. Um, Gina Torres is uh, a core Lance Reddick is Commander Zavala. Lance Reddick is one of these amazing actors. Like, I, it makes me mad that you don't see him in more things. Yeah, I will literally watch him in anything. He was in John Wick most recently. Um, he's the guy. He's the, the con- motel, concierge yeah. guy at the hotel. Yeah. See, I love him in The Wire, which is an awesome show. Yeah, yeah, The Wire was good. Um, he, I liked him. I think he was in Fringe. I think that was the show that I first saw him in, which was fantastic. 
But anyway, um, yeah, get those guys in it. And then basically you start off – it, it was, he, I even thought, like, this is how much I want this to happen. It would start off in our time where it's like maybe uh, maybe a small squad of army people who are like in like a crazy firefight, and they and they do they hold off like the enemy while the rest of their troop can get away, but they get they get killed in that in that incursion kind of thing. And then they're the they're the travelers. Then right? the ghost wakes them up in the far far future, and they're having to like learn about the world. So we see we see the the new future world of destiny through their eyes, and we have to learn about it through them. But at the same time, they're still they're a squad, they're friends. Who are now like living in the far future? It changes the destiny lore a little bit because when you wake up as a guardian, you you don't remember your past life. But I think that would be a cool way of adding a story through line for it. And then I think the first like big bad that they should uh, deal with is is um, Crota, who is the son of Oryx, and he's got the big badass sword. Um, and you know you can work your way up to him, and then you know eventually they take him down. But then at the end of season one, you find out that his father Oryx is out there, and so now you've got like at least two seasons of solid narrative play, and I think you know I think it can make a very cool series. It would be big budget though. I mean, there's a lot of sci-fi fucking floating and flying and laser guns and shit like that. HBO Max, dude. I think I think it would be fucking awesome. We're trying to do this for Netflix. We're trying to turn <laughs> Netflix around. What's another one for you? Uh, before I get to it, I just wanted to say, uh, Lance Reddick, if you guys have ever watched the um, Eric Andre show, watch the Eric Andre show with Lance Reddick. It is fucking one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, okay, so you know, I just realized I have to take one off because I forgot. I said Cowboy Bebop, but they're working on it, right? Yeah, they, at least they were last time I heard, but yeah. Okay, so I'll take that off. Um, if if they for any reason stopped, keep keep going. Please make it. Please make it. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh, okay. Not not the movie. The show. I actually really enjoyed the show. Although I, it would be really fucking tough right now because what's his name is probably not doing anything ever again. Um, Joss Whedon. Yeah. He got canceled. Um, but well, I don't now. Take take this with a grain of salt because I I obviously was not there and I don't know much about it. But when I read about the Joss Whedon thing. It just, they said he had a toxic work environment. Yes. It didn't sound like he was molesting people. No, but stuff did come out actually about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, the one um, Valley Girl, I don't remember her name, but basically he bullied her all the time. Yeah. And like people like knew about it, but just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. But like also, I, I just, you know, that's the thing is like people throw out the word bullying and I don't know what that means. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, does that mean like, you know, God, can we get your line? Jesus Christ. Let's so clearly your- you were the dude that was always stealing the cookies and not getting the cookies stolen from. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like I could say, oh, he's bullying me. And what I mean is you're just, you know, you're making me feel bad because I'm messing up my line, not hitting my mark. But at the end of the day, that's your job to do. So that's just that's just someone, you know, and again, I was not there and I want to, of course, believe everyone. But um, but everything I read, I was trying to get the deets. You know what I mean? I want to find out exactly what happened. So the only details there are is the Buffy stuff. And like, like now, if he was like if he was like, you know, freaking lighting, you know, dog shit in a paper bag in her trailer or something like that. Or like holding her head underwater. Yes, of course, that's terrible. That's attempted murder, <laughs> right? You know that is straight bullying. But 
you know, I just wanted some details. Cause so, it, like, another one for her was she got pregnant and, like, he was, like, trying to get her fired, which, you know, yeah. you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff about Buffy. Now, what we don't know is anything that would happen on the uh, Justice League. Yeah. That I'm curious about. I, I'm actually surprised uh, Fisher hasn't come out and, like, he hasn't said it. Yeah, exactly. Ray he, Fisher, who played Cyborg. Because he just says things were happening that wasn't cool, but, you know, there's no Again, detail. Again, that, that's the thing is, like, and I get it, like, when you're an actor, you want to make sure that you have a future in the business, right? So you don't want to say anything too crazy in case no one takes you seriously, which sucks. That's a shitty situation. But I just wish I knew a little bit more because at the end of the day, I mean, Joss Whedon has made some very good stuff that I really love before I cast him out of my life completely. Well, he says he's no longer going to do it. Like, he's kind of making it seem like it's his yeah. choice. Like, nah. It's like, like Papa John trying for 18 months to learn how to not say the n-word all the time jesus christ dude did you, did you hear about that he went to training or something right like no he's been trying really hard for like 18 months to to remove that from his like how racist are you <laughs> where you have to try for that you have to try yeah he's just like he's sitting in his car like listening to rap music he's like and oh my oh my god it's so hard let's be honest he's not listening to fucking rap music who knows no, maybe he's, he's not fucking maybe he's a big tupac fan. No. I almost no. said Tupac Fawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely on the other side of that coin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he just sits there and reads, skips through Huck Finn to all the yeah, just <laughs> all the good parts. Yeah, like, when he Jesus calls Christ, his good Papa part. John. That <laughs> oh, fucking man. garbage human being. Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think it'd be cool. Um, so I remember a couple people were asking. Uh, I forgot her name, Sarah. Jessica. Sarah. Geller, Sarah Michelle, no, Michelle. Geller. Uh, yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller. If she would pick it up, and she Jessica says, Parker, yeah, <laughs> you know, they were asking like, would she be down to you know retake, uh, do the role? And she's like, I think I'm kind of older now, and like, I don't know if it'd Not be a good hot. fit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But she was saying, but it would be interesting. What if uh, Buffy had a daughter, and her daughter picked up the mantle? Mm, I don't like that. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it would. It would I, I think it could work. She I, trained her. You know, she's the new librarian person or whatever. As long as Sarah Michelle Geller actually plays Buffy, and maybe she dies in the first season or something like that. As long as you have I – do, I don't like it when it's like, when it's like, oh, you know, now it's her daughter, but, but the main character from the show that got us to watch this show is missing altogether. You know what I mean? No, I would say like, like the librarian role where she's like yeah. training her and like sure. making her weapons and like doing all that stuff. Oh, but then, no, if she's alive, nope, because when the Slayer dies and a new one is born, nope, it wouldn't work. You're right. She'd have yeah. to die. See? She would She would have to die <laughs> at the end of season one for her daughter to take on the torch in season two, and by then it would probably get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to sell the shows, Cody. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, just, I'm just thinking it out, right? Um, I would love to see it because I really enjoyed uh, I think it would be cool. I'd be. Um, I was never a huge Buffy fan, but there, you know, it was overall a fairly good show. It's um, it starts off a little weak, but they get they get really really good. Sure, yeah, exactly. Kind of kind of grows later on. Um, I got another book one, um, and this is it's called the Demon Cycle uh, series. I fr I should know the author's name. I think it's Brent Weeks. I think it it's is not Brian Sanderson. It's not. This is, I specifically left Brandon Sanderson out. <laughs> Because oh, we, Brandon, I said Brian. So. We've are uh, because like um, we talk about him so much, and we've already pitched our idea for a Mistborn <laughs> movie. Um, Peter V. Brett is his name, um, and 
basically it starts off with the warded man is the first book in the series. Um, and I think it's four books, four books, five books. Um, essentially it's, it's like, you know, it's a fantasy, fantasy setting. And, uh, people basically live in this world where, um, every night at nighttime, demons rise up from the ground and terrorize people. Um, the only thing that keeps them safe are carving wards, you know, warding glyphs into their homes and fences and shit like that. That keeps the, um, demons out. But of course, you know, as you live your life, sometimes you get caught outside at night and you get fucking eaten by demons or whatever. Um, and, but then this one guy kind of finds, he finds like a hidden book that teaches him like, like, uh, I forget what they call him in thing, like, uh, fighting wards or whatever, where he like tattoos wards onto his fists and stuff. And he fucking punches demons in the face and shit. Nice. It's, it's awesome. It's action packed. And there's, there's a lot of cool, like there's several main characters. It's kind of an ensemble, um, cast. But it, it goes to all these different locations, and there's all, all this crazy adventure that happens. Um, and I just think it would be such a cool thing to see brought to life. It seems very cinematic when you read it. Um, it, it was very, a very good book. I really, really enjoyed it. It's called De- The Demon Cycle. People love demons and shit. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Plus, at, you know, at one point they go to the desert, and there's like an, there's another culture that's like been fighting demons, and they think everyone else is pussies because they don't fight demons. <laughs> They just live in their little homes, and then there's, like, a clash. Got one more for us? I Actually, yeah, you inspired me since you did a book, so I went through my audiobooks. Um, Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. So it's a horror book, and the premise is that there's um, this little girl where you don't know if she's actually possessed or if she is insane. And which seems like kind of like a common theme, like, oh, I sure. think that's happened a bunch of times. This guy wrote it really, really good. It's a it's a slow burn. It starts off really, really slow. I actually, I'll be honest, I hated it in the beginning. And then uh, the miss is like, no, you got to go through it. And then I did. And then it gets really fucking good. Nice. Um, and you really don't know. I mean, I'm not ruining anything, but like you really you're left not knowing whether this little girl is possessed or not. Mm-hmm. Um. It's really good. It takes from the perspective of one of the siblings, and they're an adult, and they're um, someone wanted to buy the story, so she's kind of retelling it, and she actually is a horror fan, and she's like, like even she says like, oh yeah, this is cliche, and like this is what in a, in a horror movie this would happen, but it's really fucking good. I think it'd be great. I think if you got the guy who did Hereditary, would it would be awesome. Um, I, I would love to see it, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be great, but I think it'd be a tough sell. Yeah, I mean, I think that would make a good, like, original, like, horror movie kind of thing. It would have to be a movie. I don't think there's enough material for it. Not enough to warrant it as a show. All right, my last one should be no surprise for any of you who've listened to this podcast, but Warhammer 40,000. That'd be rough. Um, But there's specific stories. There's like, that's like a Dragon Ball Z or like Dragon Ball like content. Right. But there, there are. There are ways of doing it, and I've thought a lot about this because I, I love it so much. I've been reading more and more of the books, um, and I think what you do is, you know, there's enough Warhammer sci-fi fans out there where you don't have to make it a complete origin story of the entire universe, but I think you focus on the Horus Heresy, which happened back in, like, 30,000. I feel like in the beginning you're going to need a Star Wars, like, scroll thing where, like, right. it's going to be explained. There will be, a, you know, with, like, some, like, ominous narrator reading it kind of thing. But I think 
it's you can explain it enough where it's you know you'd be like in the in the uh, grim darkness of the far future there is only war like that's the tagline to the whole game series everything um and you start with that and then you talk about the emperor of mankind and how he creates these primarchs but then you start you focus it on one space marine guy um and and then he's like you know he'd probably be in uh like underneath one of the primarchs who turns to chaos and you just kind of follow him as he's witnessing all of this happen i think it would be very and it, it doesn't have to be live action because i mean i feel like that would cost millions and millions and millions and millions of nah, dollars live action and i want it uh was it storm uh the stormtroopers they're not stormtroopers uh ah with the big bugs fucking starship troopers starship troopers that'd be fucking sick <laughs> that would be fucking sick um but uh i would i would say that's probably actually um that guy probably who knows when it which one came first probably warhammer because it started in the 70s but i think that would there was probably influenced by Warhammer oh, yeah. for sure. Um, but I think that, um, you know, you they could do it very easily. And here's one thing, you know, for all the Warhammer nerds out there, Warhammer Games Workshop, the company who owns them, recently announced that they're doing their own streaming platform that you pay monthly for because um, they love juicing the money out of everybody. For what? For like shows? For sh- for animated short shows kind of thing. Like they're animated shorts, small movies and stuff like that. I feel what's going to happen to them is what's, what happened to DC is they're going to start out right. and someone then else, someone else gonna, will buy them. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Netflix, get on that shit. Just be like, look, Games Workshop, we'll give you some money. Just put it on here. That way, you know. First of all, you're not ringing your fans for every penny that they got. But <laughs> we'll do it from now on. We'll do it. But um, also, it opens it up to a much wider audience. Because if you put it on the Warhammer, whatever, I forget what they're calling it, Warhammer Plus app or whatever, the only people who are ever going to watch it are Warhammer fans, which is fine, right? But if you put it on Netflix and it's on that top page of Netflix of what's new, you're going to have sci-fi fans. You're going to have grim, dark horror fans. Yep. You're going to have all these action fans and stuff being like, oh, what's this? Let me check it out. And now they're like, oh, my God, I never realized it was this awesome. And then now you have new fans. So It would actually work to Warhammer's advantage, too, because then you get new people who might right. actually consider. Right. People will be like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, um, you know, I, I never I've heard Warhammer before. I didn't know it was this. I didn't know there was like these like demigods in like space armor fighting each other with swords and laser guns. You know, it sounds fucking awesome. I just want to see the orcs. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, they should be fighting orcs. That would be great. And that's that's another thing too is it it, it could even be um, like an uh, not even a serialized show if you want. It could be episodic where each one focuses on a different like different legion d- fighting a different war or whatever. Um, it doesn't even have to have an overarching story if you don't want to. I think it would be very cool if they did. Very compelling. They have so much material they could take it really. They could do whatever they wanted with it. So I think they're limiting themselves by putting it just on their own app, which is probably going to fail. Um, and I don't want to see that happen. I want it to be. I want it to be something awesome, <laughs> or like um, that show Netflix did, uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robots, or whatever. It's called. Yeah, the second season came, or the second. Yeah, yeah second season. season. It was. Not as good. It was not as good, and there was only like like four or five, versus yeah. the other one had a lot. Well, the other one had like eight or nine. It, it was still kind of short. Actually, you know what I would like to see as a full movie is that werewolf one with the army. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, the yeah. two, I don't know if they were actually brothers. That was, or just cool. friends. that was a really good one. It was a really good short. I, liked, that I would love to see. Extended. I like the horror one where he wakes up in a space station and he's been like asleep for a hundred years or whatever. Oh, I don't even remember that one. And and then he talks to this girl and then it turns out that he's not actually at a space station. I won't freaking. I gotta rewatch it. I don't remember Dude, that one. Talk about like a dead space horror movie. Dude, Dead Space. Oh, Dead they Space. Should make a fucking Dead Space movie. Zombies in space. Oh my god, so cool. Actually, the the monster battle. I I think all almost all the episodes on Love, Death, and Robots. The first one where the girl or where there's two monsters fighting in the ring was also really good. Yes, that one was really good. The one where the girl turns into a fox. That was cool. Or yeah. Fox turns into a girl. And the girl running away uh, the whole time with the crazy makeup. Like that. That was a pretty be hard movie. to make a movie out of that, but that was that was cool. <laughs> um, but the animation styles were all fantastic on that. Make those. Make more of those. Yeah, the, the army, the army werewolves. So, what do you guys think? What would you like to see? Whether it's a video game, book, comic book, board game, whatever. What would you like to see made into the next streaming series, streaming movie? Um, you know, I feel like streaming platforms are a good way for these studios to try things out that might not warrant a theatrical release but that people still really want to see like the witcher what an amazing time to be alive where we get to see a witcher show you yeah. know what i mean um so let us know down in the comments what do you guys think would be a good adaptation what did you think of ours did we miss any actually one way to close what do you think of one that maybe won't work i'll, I'll say i don't know if last of us is gonna work yeah just because the game was really good and i don't think it needed a show or a movie yeah i mean anyone who played the game played through a movie yeah you know what i mean i i think I think that one would be one that probably well, Monster Hunter was a terrible movie. I didn't um, watch it. I, yeah, I kind of want to see it. Last of Us, yeah. I mean, sure, make it, I guess, but it doesn't need to be made because that game is so cinematic already. It's it's like playing a movie where you occasionally have to run around for yeah. a minute, you know, and be uh, terrified of some little clicking things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so good. Um, I think one that. That probably I'm trying to think of one that wouldn't be good. Um, oh, here's one. I I think if they ever make like try to make a Call of Duty movie, <laughs> it just won't be good. It should be a World War II movie, right? If, if you d focus on those. Well, you know whether it's World War II, modern day Vietnam, it doesn't matter. But like whatever they do, t and I'm sure it's going to come eventually, because <laughs> Did they learn nothing from both dooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, there's not enough substance to that game. Yes. You know, fans of the series will remember, Oh, Captain Price and Soap McTavish and all these guys from the games, but there's not enough substance to that to warrant a movie. When you make a video game movie, there has to be enough from the video game, like something interesting about the world that warrants a movie being told. Otherwise, you're just making a war movie, which I'm sure they can make a decent war movie, but that doesn't make it Call of Duty, you know? As long as they got people, like, teabagging, you know, like yeah, one soldier. Teabagging terrorists as they <laughs> kill them. See, that's why they couldn't make it, because they, they would never put anything that's funny like that in there. And maybe they would try to do something weird where it's like, oh, they're playing, they're doing VR soldiers. So there's guys playing video games and they got the headsets on and they're playing robots That's or something. a terrible idea. Yeah, I hate it. But I can totally see someone trying to make that yeah. and it would be so shitty. Um, I think one that would be very, uh, yeah, I think that one would be really rough. Um, and then like. Gears of War might be cool, but it, I think. Gears of War could be cool if they do it right. But again, it's very cinematic. So I think they could do, they could easily do that. Um, and then maybe another one that they 
they should never do is like Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean the the attempt was was pretty bad. Yeah, and and, and because, really fucking expensive. And the nature of Final Fantasy, where every game is a different world and different characters and stuff like that, doesn't lend itself very well to a movie. Although, although, I, what was it? Uh, Advent Children. Yes, that was was, was great. Was yeah. great. Yeah, but it's you know at the same time it wasn't the full story of Final Fantasy. It wasn't, Fantasy and VII. that's de- that was definitely for people who played the game. Right, one hundred percent. Who did play the game? It started off, and you're like, you have to know that this is Cloud. This is Sephiroth. They hate each other, and here's why. Yeah. And he, now they're fighting. Yeah. Like, it had to start off like that. Um, I so, just remember when he had to go up, like, this crazy amount of, like, um, like, to get to him, and all his friends were, like, basically boosting him up and, like, throwing yeah, him. Yeah, like, exactly. That was really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Well, the animation on that was light years ahead of well, it everything was, else at the time. I remember it was great at the time, but I haven't seen it since. I'm kind oh, of yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's dated a little bit now, but at the time, I remember, like, oh, my God, they look like real people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just remember he had a flip phone. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, let us know guys. What do you think? What did we miss? What are some of your suggestions? We'd love to hear them. Drop them down in the comments down below after you click subscribe and hit the little bell. Um, we'd really like to hear from you. Also, you can hit us up on, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. All of those are great places too. We respond to all of our comments and we appreciate them. And if you want to become a patron and support the show, check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Thank you to all of our current patrons. You make this show possible. We really appreciate you. See, your names are scrolling. (laughs) They're scrolling. All right, Christian, thank you for always being my Netflix buddy. Yeah, hopefully uh, the shows happen. Yeah, I I... I hope someone out there from Netflix is listening because I think or Kevin got, Feige makes sure and give Kevin them. Feige, I'm sure you, you know, know someone there. You know someone at old Netflix. You haven't burned all those bridges. It's not like you canceled a bunch of their shows or anything. <laughs> anyway, to all the nerds out there, remember you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.